Hi there, Kira Pokey here, your host for the Joy is True Beauty podcast. Thank you for stopping by my little corner of the internet today. It is so nice to visit with you and it's so nice to be back doing the podcast. If you're joining me for the first time, Welcome. Joy is True Beauty is a podcast where we explore the many ways that people bring joy into the world and therefore make it a more beautiful place. And in today's episode, we're jumping back into joy because admittedly, I've been on a pretty, pretty big hiatus from the podcast. The last episode I published was actually in late January of 2021. And so I wanted to take a moment to share where I've been why I stopped doing the podcast for a little while, what the plans for the podcast are going forward. And then what I want to talk about is creating a routine of joy in your life. So little ways that you can bring joy into your life every single day. Now, if you've joined me before, you already know this, but if you're new to the podcast and joining us for the first time, I want to put a quick disclaimer here before we go any further. Joy is true beauty is not about ignoring the tough situations, or the hard challenges that we face throughout life. Instead, I hope this podcast will acknowledge those hard moments and then turn to the individuals, teams, communities, and places that help us work through those challenges, that are helping to find solutions, and that help us step out on the other side into a place where we can find peace and joy in our lives. If you know Mr. Rogers, and I grew up watching his show all the time, he often talked about finding the helpers or looking for the helpers. And I'm paraphrasing there, but I hope that this podcast can do that. I hope it can give you some hope. I hope it can shed light on the helpers, the people that are doing amazing work, bringing joy into the world and making it a more beautiful place. If you have a chance, I'd love for you to check out the previous episodes of the podcast. So if you go back to the very first one, you'll hear about the history of the podcast, why I was inspired to create it in the first place. And it has a lot to do with my mom and her legacy of kindness. And you'll also hear in the following nine episodes, interviews with incredible people that I've been honored to sit down and have conversations with from performers, adventure seekers, family members, and friends to teachers, young adults making a positive impact. And one of my all-time favorite podcast heroes, Everyone brings their heart and soul to each conversation. So I really hope that you'll go back and listen and discover joy in each of those conversations. So let's jump into this episode. It is a solo episode. I'm not interviewing anybody this time around, but I do have some things I'd love to share with you. So first, let's talk about why the podcast went on pause for a little while and where it's going in the future. So throughout 2020 and 2021, I know that so many of us were faced with a variety of challenges and a range of challenges, right? Some of them were very small. Some of them were very large. And I am not comparing my experience to anyone else because everyone's experience is very personal. And what may seem difficult to me might seem easy to someone else and vice versa, but I can only share what I experienced from my perspective. So. When we started working from home, honestly, I was more productive. I was in a quiet space. I could really focus and I was able to do better work working from home. I was also incredibly blessed that my husband and I had the opportunity to work from home during the pandemic because not 
everybody had that opportunity. So I know that was a privilege and I'm so grateful for it because not only did I do better work from home, but I also got more time with my husband initially. We would go for walks early in the morning. We'd have breakfast together. We'd have lunch together. It was awesome. And we weren't rushing out to the office first thing. However, when we got to probably the second half of 2020 and then leading into the first half of 2021, I started to blur the boundaries between work time and lifetime. And my balance went completely out the window. I started working later and later, answering emails later and later. I pulled a few overnights here and there because days were so packed full that I felt like I hadn't gotten enough done. So I ended up staying up all night, which believe me, hasn't happened that often since college. And I'm in my 30s and your 30s are not old. So if you're in your 20s, life does not end after you're 30. In fact, I would say in most cases, it can get even better for you and you find yourself in a brand new way. So the 30s have been beautiful, but staying up all night was never healthy. (laughs) And you can definitely feel it more in your 30s. Or maybe I'm just thinking more about my health now than I did when I was in my 20s. But I was definitely feeling the effects of that. And I found myself working on the weekends a lot too. And even though my husband and I were home all the time, I felt like we had less quality time together. And let me just say, I know that this is a challenge that a lot of people faced the last two years. And it's not just the company that I was working for. It's so many companies and it's so many individuals dealing with the same issue. I still believe that the company that I was working for at the time is an incredible company. They have a great product that I genuinely believe in, great solutions. And most importantly, the team that I worked with was top notch. I met some truly incredible people. I had amazing experiences and I learned so much while I was working for that company. So spoiler alert, I left. (laughs) But when I left, I left with so much gratitude for everything that I had learned and wanted to take that gratitude and those lessons with me into the next new chapter of my career and of my life. And to be honest with you, I stay in touch with most of the people that I worked with on a regular basis. I stay in touch with on a regular basis. I'm still friends with those individuals today and I'm so grateful for them. But it got to a point in the summer of 2021 where... I really did hit a breaking point. I took a step back. And I think that's another silver lining from the last couple of years. It's given a lot of us an opportunity to step back and think about what's really important, get our values on track. And not only get our values on track, because many of us have had them our whole lives, but it's given us an opportunity to kind of draw the line in the sand and say, no, This is what I believe. And this is what's most important. And this is what I'm going to spend my time on. So in the summer of last year, 2021, I got to that point where I drew the line in the sand and I said, you know, I love what I do, but I don't love how I'm doing it. I don't love the amount of time I'm spending on that versus time I'm spending on my heart's priorities, my husband, my family, and other things that nourish my life. So I decided to step away from the company. I 
put in my notice the day before my husband and I were having our joint wedding reception with my dad and my bonus mom. We had both been married in 2020, but postponed the reception just to be safe. And we're so grateful that we were able to have it with a ton of safety measures in place last year, but very grateful for that amazing day. And then I worked for three plus weeks and the week that I had my final day, my husband and I left on our honeymoon and I was able to completely unplug and refresh and come back and decided to start my own company. So I do social media consulting now. I do this podcast, which I'm so excited to be back doing. And I also do Disney travel agent work, which I'm so very passionate about. And it's not just Disney, but I love doing Disney travel because I'm obsessed with Disney and that will come up. You'll see very often in the podcast, I'm sure as we get to know each other a little better, but the time leading up to me leaving and starting this new chapter in my life was so filled with work that I genuinely just didn't, I'm going to say I didn't make time for the podcast because technically that was a choice, right? I wasn't making time for the podcast. So it's been on a break for a while, but I have the time. I'm excited to dive back into it. And I'm going to stick to it this time because it is very important to me. And it genuinely, it brings me so much joy. And that may sound cliche because it's a podcast about joy, but speaking to these incredible individuals has been such a pleasure and such a blessing in my life. So I want to continue to do that. And I hope that it brings joy and happiness and hope to you when you listen to these conversations. And I really want to be spreading joy in what I do. But now moving forward, the podcast goal is the same as it always was. And I'm going to be bringing you every other week stories, interviews, some more solo podcasts where I talk about books or music or movies that bring me joy. So I'll be bringing some of that to you, things that bring hope and joy and why they bring me hope and joy. I am so ready to continue this journey with you. So let's get this relaunch of the podcast started by talking about creating a routine of joy in your life. So there are individuals out there that you've probably heard talking about morning and evening routines, and they are incredibly important. In fact, when I've consistently followed a really good morning and evening routine, I have better sleep. I have better energy and more focus during the day. It makes a big difference in your life. And my sister, who's a transformational coach, Krista Pogi, she is absolutely incredible. And she really inspired me to have a good morning routine. So kristapogi.com, shameless plug. If you're looking for someone to help you with your mindset coaching, to transform your life, she is a transformational coach who is incredibly insightful and intuitive and can help you on your journey, whatever that looks like for you. So I watched her create a morning routine and thought, oh my gosh, she is slaying life. She's doing amazing. I have to get a taste of this morning routine. Another great person to look at for morning routines is Julie Vores. She preaches about morning routines and is incredible about teaching you how to pick the four or five things that you need to do each day to really start your day right. So I'm a huge believer in morning routines, huge believer in evening routines. And what I want to talk about today is bringing joy into those routines 
or bringing joy into the middle of your day. Because what I'll talk about doesn't necessarily have to happen in the morning or the evening. It can happen in the middle of the day. And sometimes you may need a little bit of joy in the middle of the day, right? So I want to share with you a few things that I do on a regular basis. Please don't think I'm perfect at this. I know a lot of people might listen to podcasts or look on social media. And often when you're listening to someone, you'll go, gosh, you know, they have it all figured out. They know what they're doing. The truth is I don't have it all figured out. I don't always know what I'm doing. There are so many days where I skip these little bits and pieces that bring me joy. But the reason I'm sharing them with you is because when I do them consistently, they make a positive impact on my life. And I truly believe that they will make a positive impact on yours as well. So let's start with meditation. Meditation has been a game changer for me. And you might be thinking, Kira, I can't meditate. My brain is so filled with so many things. Just meditation isn't for me. I can't quiet my mind. And I totally get it because I was there. I remember taking a yoga class the summer, I think it was seventh or eighth grade. I took a yoga class with one of my friends and part of the yoga class was a meditation. And the woman doing the class would always say, clear your mind. And I would always sit there and say, this is not for me. I should have taken tap dancing or something where my mind can be more active because I just can't quiet my mind. But the truth is I've been on this journey to learn more about meditation with my sister as a transformational coach, with a transformation formational coach that both my sister and I have worked with also and other professional development books and coaching that I've done. And almost every single one of those individuals or communities has talked about meditation, the power of meditation. And the more I do it, the more I realize it's called practice because we don't have to be good at it right away. We don't have to be perfect at it every time we do it. It's a meditation practice. And so sometimes I'm able to quiet my mind and and be calm. Other times my mind is still really busy when I'm meditating. And the idea is that you can absolutely still have thoughts while you're meditating. It doesn't have to be a blank slate. It's very natural to have thoughts. But the idea that you don't let those thoughts pull you onto another track, that you just kind of let them pass through your mind, they're happening, but you're still focused on meditating, your breath, a mantra, however it is that you're meditating. So I found that for me, meditating every morning, but sometimes I do it multiple times a day if if I feel very anxious or if I'm stressed about something. But meditating in the morning helps me feel so centered. It helps me get on the right track, helps me be more present and focused throughout the day. And very often what I'll do is I'll sit down, I'll light a candle. I, I do use sage and Palo Santo. So it's something that's personal. You can decide to do that or not, but I kind of cleanse my space. I say a little prayer and then I start my meditation. I usually meditate for 10 minutes, but there are absolutely days that I feel like I have more time. So I let myself meditate for longer. Sometimes I only have a few minutes. So I do this really great three minute meditation from Deepak Chopra that is really helpful for becoming centered and present quickly. But I encourage you to try meditation. It's become a staple in my life and a staple in most of my days. And it made 
and it makes a huge difference in bringing me peace and joy throughout the day. So meditation, first thing. The second thing is gratitude. I can't emphasize enough how big of an impact gratitude can have in your life. So there's this great Netflix special with Brene Brown, and I'm a big fan of her books and her work. And if you go to Netflix and look up and look up Brene Brown, go watch the special. She talks about how very often people have an experience where you're standing, if you're a parent next to a child, or perhaps a best friend or a sibling, a parent, someone that you love so much. And you're in this moment of ecstatic joy and happiness with this other person. And then all of a sudden you have this terrible thought, oh my gosh, what if something terrible happens and they're not in my life anymore? So that moment of joy is followed up with fear immediately. And she talks about how the way that she turns things around is to simply say, I'm so grateful for this person. I'm so grateful for this moment with this person. And I'm paraphrasing here, but she talks about how gratitude can kind of take that fear and flip it on its head and say, you know what? I'm just going to be really present and really grateful for right now. And I'm not going to let the fear steal my joy. I watched that special more than once, admittedly, because I needed to hear what she was saying and really soak it in. And I've totally taken that. I've, I stole it and I brought it into my own life, there have been moments where I am super frustrated or angry or stressed. And I take a step back and I've stopped myself and said, I'm really grateful that this person pointed this out. I'm really grateful for the lessons that I've learned in this moment. I'm really grateful for this extra time that I'm spending doing X, Y, Z. I'm really grateful for the tools that I've been given to do inner work, to better myself and to take these opportunities as lessons or take the opportunity to really celebrate joy. And just by saying that, just by turning things on its head, it changes everything. So give it a try. The other thing that I'd say is start every day with gratitude. So very often when I meditate or before or after I meditate, I will write down three or five things, things that you're really grateful for. It can be simple or it can be complicated, but write down what you're grateful for and it'll change your whole mindset for the rest of the day. So two big things, meditation and gratitude. So the third thing is what kind of environment are we creating for ourselves, both digitally and physically? So one thing that I do every single day is I try to listen to a podcast or music that has some positive value to add to my life. It teaches me a lesson. It helps me do my inner work. It helps me be the best version of myself. And for everybody, that moment of nourishing your soul can be something different. For some people, it's creating artwork. For some people, it's reading or listening to podcasts. For other people, it's creating music or listening to music. It can be something different, but a little moment to nourish your soul. So for me, sometimes it's sitting down with a really good book or listening to a short story. Sometimes it's listening to a podcast about something I'm really passionate about. So for me, WDW Radio with Lou Mangiello, who I've been honored to have on my podcast and has been a huge mentor to me. That's a podcast I can turn on every single day. I learn something new. I feel enriched by it. And it's about Disney. 
which I'm totally obsessed with. So it just brings me so much joy. Another podcast I love is LeVar Burton Reads. He reads amazing short stories that are not only entertaining, but they really make you think. You always walk away with a life lesson in a lot of ways. Also, Julie Vora's The Project 100 podcast. It's all about goal setting, being the best version of yourself, reaching your goals, or a really good audiobook about personal development. And also music. I love, love music, positive music, Disney, Broadway. Andy Grammer has been on my list a lot lately. My sisters and I went to his recent joy tour, the art of joy tour. So for me, it's podcasts, reading it's music and it's, it's cozying up with those things. You have to find what works for you, but if you have something you're really passionate about, maybe you love building with Legos. Maybe you love going for walks in nature. I know nature is a big thing for me as well. Pick something that nourishes you every single day and it, and is positive and doesn't do any harm to you or anyone else. So there's meditation, there's gratitude, there's filling your physical and digital environment with positive vibes. And then last but not least, this is huge for me. And I know that I'm very privileged to have a family and friends that are incredibly supportive that I love so very much. Take a moment in your day and it doesn't have to be 10 people every day. Call or text or send a video or voice message to someone that means something to you, to someone that has made a positive impact on your life. Reach out and see how they're doing. Because I found, because I found when you make those connections, not only are you helping to spread some love and joy, but it always comes back to you tenfold. And just speaking to my sisters every single day, speaking to my dad, making intentional time to really connect with my husband every single day and have moments of fits of laughter and deep conversations. Those human connection, those are some of the most important joyful moments in my day. So take the time to find that in your day. And you know what? If if you're lonely and if you're having moments where you feel kind of alone in life, because we've all had those moments, take a step back and look at the people who are closest to you, who are kindest to you, reach out to them and look at Look at your online communities and the positive communities that you're a part of as well. Because sometimes our chosen family is the best family. So feel free to make a comment on, on any of the posts in the Joys True Beauty community. Join the Facebook group and find your community there if you're looking for a little love and support because we're here. We're here to support you and you're not alone. You may feel like it, We've all been there, but you're not alone. And there's always a way to find joy in your day, even in the darkest moments. And we can talk about that too in another podcast, another episode, but even in your darkest moments, you can work your way out of them. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. It takes a lot of work, uh, therapy, coaching, all great things that will transform your life and add value to it, but you are never alone. And the sun will rise the next day. The light's going to come. It's never, never dark forever. So let's go over those again. Meditation, 
a practice of gratitude. And if you notice, a lot of these are practices or habits. So a practice of meditation, a practice of gratitude, a practice of filling your day with something that nurtures your soul in a positive way, whether that be reading or art or podcast or music or whatever it might be. And then a practice of reaching out to the people who who you love, who you care about, who have made positive impacts in your life and making sure to have a little conversation with them every single day, whether it be text, video, voice, you decide the medium, but make that effort to make that outreach every single day. So I hope that this has helped you. I hope you'll take take the challenge for the next week and try to do at least one of these every single day. Sometimes changing up too much at once isn't a good thing. Sometimes it's baby steps. So pick one of the four and try to do it every day for a week and see how it brings more peace and joy into your day. I sincerely hope that it does. I'm so grateful that you're here with me and you're listening. So before we head out and go on with the rest of our day, I want to thank you again for your time. And I want to encourage you to listen to the next episode that's coming out this Thursday, February 17th. And then we'll go to an every other week on Thursday release schedule. And I'll be sure to update you on social. If there's ever any delays or a need to skip a week, I'll definitely update you. But this Thursday, I have an incredible interview with a dear friend of mine, Amy Freinberg Trufash, who talks about her food eat with ease every day book that she wrote about her health journey. She is a best-selling author. Her journey has been featured on Dr. Oz and she's sharing this journey in such a generous and authentic way because she really wants to help other people on their health and wellness journeys. It is a beautiful interview. She's an incredibly beautiful person inside and out. And I hope that you enjoy it so very much. So until next time, Thank you for your time. I am wishing you great peace and I'm wishing you great joy. Special thanks to Alana Thayer for creating the beautiful branding and logo for Joy's True Beauty and to Mark Duren, the very talented musician who created the music that you hear in every single show. It wouldn't be the same podcast without them. It definitely wouldn't be the same joyful vibe and brand without them. So thank you, Alana and Mark, for lending your talents to making the podcast what it is, and also for your friendship throughout the years. I so appreciate you both. I also want to give a huge thanks to my husband and my family for being the biggest supporters as I've taken this leap to the next chapter in my career, as I started the podcast the first time, as I'm relaunching it now. Without your love and support, I wouldn't be here. So thank you to my incredible husband, my sisters, my dad and bonus mom, my nieces, my entire family for loving and supporting me as I'm going on this journey. Thank you to my sister for being a transformational coach and not just a sister in my life. Thank you to Jennifer Cabot, my transformational coach who helped me through the process of leaving my job, starting my business and working my way to this new chapter in my life and finding myself in a beautiful way. Thank you to Lou Mangello once again, my mentor in creating this podcast in the beginning. And the moment I posted about starting it again, he was one of the first to reach out and say, what do you need? How can I help you? So thank you to Lou for his incredible support of me and of everyone that he's mentored. And thank you to you for being here, for listening, for being part of the community. 
I am wishing you so much joy. Have a great day.